everybody, Luke McElroy from Mets Performance Consulting with Nick Jane Koskis on my left hand side. Welcome back to another episode of the Physiology Secrets Podcast. Uh, some exciting news, so, so long as nothing changes based on the Victorian Government announcements. Yesterday we will be back over for testing on Monday the 22nd of June. Um, the calendar is open so feel free to go and uh, advance, book your spot. Probably recommend doing that, getting quite a lot of people coming through now, which yep. is good. Uh, today's podcast, short and sharp, I'm going to talk about the difference between treadmill running and running outside. Um, I might just throw it straight to you, Nick. What, what are the what's the the key differences between the two? Yeah, the, fir- the first key one is just the the movement itself. So running on a treadmill, obviously the belt's doing a lot of the a lot of the work in terms of the, the speed or, or, or keeping it on a, a, the same speed. So every time your foot impacts the treadmill, it basically gets dragged through as opposed to out in the road. You have to create that hip extension and, and, and propel yourself forward. So there's a bit of a I guess it's a bit of a it's a bit of an upside from a. It, it, kind of makes it easier to run on a treadmill you might find it makes it easier in it uh, in that way but so maybe if you find it getting really sore running outside it could be a benefit but from a from a negative perspective you're losing out of that hip extension so when you do go run out on the road if you've been training on the treadmill you go to a race or you go to a time trial outside etc it's it's going to feel a lot different you're potentially losing out from a training stimulus aspect of you just haven't generated that hip extension again and again and again um it's Specificity. It's like if you want to go be a good runner out on the road, run on the road because it's it's going to be the most specific way of training. So that's probably the, the big key one. Um, outside of that, it's, it's obviously a lot more difficult to then change the, the terrain. So if you're a trail runner, running on a treadmill is not going to be, again, mm. as specific, different surface. Um, they're, they're really, that's probably the, the two the two keys. A lot of people complain about treadmill can sometimes feel a bit fast. Yep. We get a lot in here, like are you actually running it at, at the speed you're wanting to run? Um, you might find it's a lot easier to hold 3.30 pace on a treadmill than it is to hold 3.30 pace outside, again, because of that movement difference. So there, there's a couple of things that are pro- probably going to then change up your training session. Like if you're trying to hit a specific pace in a VO2 interval or a threshold interval, um, and it's varied by speed of the treadmill or your treadmill slightly out, it's not calibrated correctly, or the movement factor we just talked about, you're potentially inhibiting what training stimulus or adaptation you're trying to receive from that type of session yeah yeah i mean i think the main one obviously is, is the the lack of hip extension so um you might be you might get underdeveloped glutes which is super common for for all endurance athletes let's be honest yeah. like the, the glutes not firing properly um the, the probably you probably could argue that yeah you could reduce the load by running on a treadmill so it can be used mm-hmm. as a tool if you don't want to run on they have those, they have those like, when i say springy treadmills as well like we've got quite rigid one here they do have those ones that kind of cushion i've run them before they're really weird it kind of like bounces mm. which i know reduces a fair fair amount of load in terms of the, the impact like if you're getting a lot of shin splints might be a good option just to just to sort of soften that and build a bit of conditioning back into you before you go running on the, on the road but um you also want to build up a bit of tolerance to that impact too because yep. um, that's going to be a positive stimulus like it might be not so great initially but we've spoken about before like you can run on grass you can run on gravel you can run on different surfaces to sort of combat yep. that yeah. So on the plus side, obviously, you can set and forget the pace. So you, can, mm-hmm. you have to hit that intensity because you're going to fall off the treadmill otherwise. Yeah. Um, and you could use it as, as a slightly lower load alternative to running outside on concrete. On the on the flip side, I think a really a really key one is is pacing strategy. I've got a couple of guys that that I've coached, and they all they would do is would be doing their EO two intervals, all, all their interval training on a treadmill. Um, and when we then transfer that to doing some track sets, it 
always they'd always go out really hard, not understanding what the pace should be like. So they go, we're supposed to be running 340 pace, they go at 310s and, and then they're gassed by 400 metres and then mm. the second half of it's 410 pace or whatever yeah. it is. So I think pacing strategy, particularly when you talk about racing as well, is really important and you can't really get that on a treadmill because it is, it's mm. super passive. Um, you set and forget it. I'd argue that say everyone says it feels faster and I'd say that's partly because you, you can only control your running mechanics so much. Like you can't, um, you're almost set to a certain cadence because if you want to take really long strides, it's kind of awkward on a treadmill yeah, as well. Correct. So you, you are you are changing your your natural running biomechanics a little bit by running on a treadmill. I know my cadence is lower, which good bad doesn't really matter. It depends on the individual, but my mm. cadence is lower outside than it is on a treadmill because I have yeah. to increase my cadence on a treadmill because you've only got so much space. Um, but also, if you have that that big stride and you try and do it on a treadmill, you're just skipping the belt. You're almost kind of jumping and. Like again, coming back to that training stimulus, are you actually getting the same stimulus as running outside? Probably not, because you might be taking these big, sort of bouncy type steps that you normally would outside, but the belt's just moving underneath you, so it's. You can just jump up and down just, vertical oscillation yeah, through the roof, which is bad for your economy, yeah. but it doesn't matter on a treadmill because you just have to spend as much time off the ground or off the belt as yeah, possible correct. for it to work. So um, I think I think you'd be jump in if you if you think differently, but as a general rule, outside is better than, yeah. than on a treadmill. But it is a, it's a useful tool for crap days if it's raining heavily really yep. cold um, occasionally it's fine but I just I would just uh, I would advise against doing everything on the treadmill just because particularly from a pacing perspective and the lack of the glutes activating yep. could cause some longer term issues whether that be through the running mechanics with the glutes mm -hmm. not firing or through actual race pacing um, on race day or whatever it is like I, I, I used to never run on a treadmill I do now a bit, but I used to never run on a treadmill and I, I, without even looking at my watch I'd know within about 4 seconds per yeah, K pretty, what I'm running at good. anywhere from 3 to 6 minute Ks I knew exactly where it was that's really useful come come race day as well um, so all in all do both but, but don't don't just use treadmills if that's what you're doing because the pacing strategy and the running biomechanics uh, are very easily cheated on a treadmill yeah. uh, but it is a useful training tool to to reduce the load a little bit and also you, you, you're guaranteed to hit the intensity or the pace that you want to work at without having too much um, mental focus as well so it can be a good session from that yeah. perspective and anyway, um, do we want to just quickly cover the one percent gradient thing that a lot of people talk about in terms of treadmill running and like what's the what's the actual equivalent pace because there's a there's a bit to say it's a, it's like whatever is it 16 17 kilometers an hour you need to really have it at one percent to make it the equivalent to outside running so like there's the it's that gray area of like you set a treadmill on the flat if I set it to four minute k pace am I actually running four minute k pace am I running slightly slow um, it feels fast but am I, is it is it the comparable intensity so that's something probably the last thing to keep in mind is just are you actually doing the same as what you're doing outside whereas you go out you, as long as your watch is connected to GPS you you're gonna have that pace pretty pretty accurate and what, what's the theory behind that is like wind resistance when you're going fast I think it's, sort of I stuff, think it's to just cater for the the mechanic effect like yeah. if you put it at 1% forces you a little bit probably more into hip extension I guess um, you, you're overcoming yeah it helps you in that forward lean you're overcoming your body weight a little bit more to try and almost get up a bit of a rise um, I don't look too much into it but I know a lot of people talk about it in terms of that, that difference and I know it's a bit of a it's, it's a bit of a sort of Either like there's two there's two real key sides. A lot of people talk about well one percent you have you can't run a treadmill unless you're running at one percent. And then a lot of people are just like well it doesn't really matter. And I guess when we do testing when we have it on the flat, we typically see pretty similar speed and heart rate than what we would see from someone on the road anyway. So I think um, what's your treadmill calibrated to? Yeah, I, I, I mean maybe we'll uh, we'll go away and then have a look at, look into that. It, I mean I. I 
think it makes sense that you want to go to 1% from the things you said. Mm. Yeah, forward lean, plus there is wind resistance, particularly when you go about 14 k's an hour. Like yeah. Wind velocity or the quadruples or cubes to every k or something like that. Mm. As soon as you start getting to a reasonable speed, um, whether 1% is just somebody's like, oh, yeah, close enough, or whether yeah. that's actually a thing, I'm not really sure. It could be 1.2%, who, who, who yeah. knows? But um, maybe a... a uh, a topic for a future podcast. We'll take a look at what's out there and see if if, uh, if it is one percent or whether it's just a rough number and, and see what we can come up with. Yeah. But, uh, thanks for tuning in. We will see you on the next podcast. And again, hopefully, see you uh, post June twenty two for some testing again. All right, speak to you soon.